Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Oh, you boys. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the program here for the next uh, next pair of hours. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the show by myself, so let me go around the uh, the wide room, and the, I'll explain that in a minute. The wide room today. Uh, let me let me go. Let's go over to the right here. On my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Bloom. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Nah, coming to you live from the mobile magswag.com studios. Hell yeah. Hell, and it's seven greats, folks. I, I know I put like 14 <laughs> or 15 in there today, but seven greats. T- <laughs> tell us about uh, tell us about the uh, the mobile, uh, the magswag.com studios you're in. Well, right now it's heading south on the turnpike. A lovely, uh, now I'm going down to 65 miles an hour. Six, Somebody pulled in front of me. There you go. Six, but doing doing uh, five below the speed limit, folks, and that's for your safety. <laughs> and, and and much to my displeasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. You know, because because uh, you're coming south now out Get of Georgia. Out of the way. You're coming south now out of Georgia uh, into Florida. So you're heading downhill. So you you know you got that momentum. You you can you can nail it. You could probably hit 88 and do the time travel. Yeah, then I then I could start all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be my luck. I do the time travel and I'd be at the beginning and not the end. Damn it! Got to do it again. Wrong way. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you listen. Uh, normally, we start off by asking you, uh, you know, any 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 word journeys and where you've gone and the furthest you've been this week. You're in the midst of it. Where where you been this week? Yes, yes. Uh, right now, I'm coming back from actually. I'm meeting uh, meeting a guy out of Mobile, Alabama, uh, on the west side of Tallahassee. 
This sounds like uh, this sounds pretty shady the way you describe it. I'm meeting a guy. I'm meeting a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meeting him in the parking lot of a truck stop. <laughs> Whoa! I give him my paperwork. He gives me his paperwork, and we swap trailers and turn around and go home. There you go. Just like that. Just like that. See, uh, so you'll make it the home at the, in uh, four or five hours today. You still got a little while to go, or am I, am I estimating that wrong? Oh no, no. You, yeah, you're estimating it wrong. I'll, I'll be back in the. At, at my uh, ter- home terminal in about 15, 20 minutes. I'm almost done. Oh, okay. You're on the way back. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I, I started this much earlier this morning. While everybody else was sleeping, I had to get out of my bed and plunder on into work and drive up into North Florida. There you go. There you go. And you did uh, you did some Alabama this week too, right? Yep, twice this week I drove up to uh, Mobile, Alabama. Now, how many of Kevin's relatives? Seven-hour drive. How many of Kevin's relatives did you see standing on the side of the road? All of them. That's what I thought. Yep, Everybody's that's what I thought. name up there is Maxwell. That's it. Exactly right. Yeah, and that's their only name. They don't even have it's just it's like Cher. You know, <laughs> they just got one name and Madonna. You know, yeah. it's just hey, there's can't, Maxwell. Can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Maxwell. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, listen, his great 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 grandfather also got around. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Everything on the East Coast is named Boone. Everything in Alabama is named Maxwell. It's just, just the way it goes. <laughs> hey, had to get this country started somehow. Yeah, exactly right. Might as well be with, with a couple of uh, you know, uh, uh, um, gentlemen uh, uh, travelers. You know, I guess we should call it. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, er, Earl, uh, let's see. We got a uh, we got time left in this segment. Um, I wanted to get your opinion. Um, just jump, just start jumping into a little bit of the little, little bit of gun stuff, a little bit of politics. On um, um, there was there was the shooting in Atlanta, which was with the uh, uh, I guess they, they they're now describing it as a, uh, a mentally deranged kid. Because of course, listen, it's 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 always the criminal, it's always the evil, it's always the mentally uh, deficient. That are pulling these firearms uh, crimes, firearms related crimes. Um, now, and, and, and he went around, and it was to three different places. Uh, I think six uh, Asian people were killed. Two, uh, you know, uh, white males, white females. I'm not even clear on that. They said white people were killed. Um, but, and, I, and we'll get into that later. But I want to ask you about because we've talked about open carry here before. So two days after that happens in Atlanta, also in Atlanta. Some guy carries a, a shotgun, a rifle, and four pistols into a public supermarket uh, in in Georgia, and of course, people freak out. Um, I'm just listen, and that's kind of how I feel too. But I want to I want to hear what your opinion is, and because I support open carry, and you know, you do as well. But what what what's with this guy? Why 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 can't these these butt clowns learn what to do? Yeah, I mean, you know, open carrying that much, that's, that's excessive. I mean, I see somebody with a pistol on their hip. I'm going to, you know, walk up, you know, they those uh, rosewood grips on that 1911. Or, or you know, yeah. what model Glock is that? But, you know, you got a couple rifles and a shotgun. And, you know, uh, all right, dude, you're, you're kind of taking it to the extreme. I mean, I'm, I'm cautious, but I'm, I'm confident in, in my skills with, with a handgun. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is, is it legal? Uh, yeah, but there's a difference between you, you have the, the, the legal uh, ability to do it and then you have the responsibility, uh, you know, to, well, to exercise your Second Amendment right responsibly. You know, you, you can't, 
uh, you know, you and I have always always hammered the guys that walk into the the, the the Starbucks with the SKSs. You know, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. 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 That's that's the big deciding factor. You know, there's a difference between can you do something and then should you do something. You know, and and I understand the the guys with the going to the Starbucks and maybe even this guy he was trying to prove a point, but you take that too excessively. And immediately people are going to start thinking you're a whack job, and they're going to tune out any information you're trying to relay to them, regardless of how valid it might be. Yeah, exactly so right. You've got that, to approach people yeah. with you know, in, in the right mindset. You've got to, you know, got to uh, somehow entice them to be interested in hearing what you have to say, not try to shove it down their throat with scare tactics. Yeah, exactly right. At that point, the message is gone, and all you have is you know is fear. You know, let's there's the there's a time for it, and don't tell me this is what you were carrying around the day before. You know, I get your argument if it's a listen. I open carried a 1911 yesterday, so I'm going to open carry a 1911 today. That's not what this guy was doing the day before. Otherwise, uh, you know, that would have been part of the narrative. That would have been part of the story. So it's it's um, it's uh, it's it's crap. Be responsible, folks. That's all we're saying is be responsible. I mean. Uh, or, or you're getting to travel out of state now. You're being responsible where you go, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yep. that easy, folks. Oh, yeah. You be a be a responsible party, be a responsible uh, citizen. And, and and I may be jumping ahead here of you, but uh, yeah, okay. I hear I hear the bumper music, so yeah, I was going to jump into the the other gun related topic that's in the news right now, and it's funny how politically they uh, they tie together of. You know, different narratives, and I'll leave it at that. No, exactly, we'll and that's a perfect. That after the break, that's the perfect headway. We'll get that right back when we get back from the break. So, folks, stick around. Uh, there's more Arms Room Radio coming to you from the MagSwag.com studios. We get back. We'll be talking about Colorado. Good stuff. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second One minute. One minute. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and... Oh, slow down. I see you speeding. ...of government to tell us what we need <laughs> or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Or you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios, the MagSwag.com studios. But that's not the only place we're coming to you from. Earl, where are you coming to us from? The mobile MagSwag.com studios. Hey, Mike, I was wondering, since we, you know, they're getting expanded coverage with me being in the mobile studios, should we be uh, hitting them up for more mags? More mags. Build a couple more ARs. Soon. Yeah, absolutely. I think we need some more mags. Yeah, we can... Uh, we, we can get a picture of a. We'll get a picture of like uh, Smokey and the Bandit, uh, BJ and the Bear. Uh, you know, uh, convoy. You know, we'll get we we'll get get you a bunch of good trucking trucking images ooh, on ooh, there. Ooh, rubber duck. Oh, rubber the duck. rubber duck. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, if I'm rubber duck, are you gonna be Pigpen? I'll be Pigpen. What the hell? I'll do it. Okay. I would do it. Right. I would do it. I would do it. It beats being uh, Flash, I guess, hey. or Fred. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Looking a little thin in the skin. <laughs> uh, stop at the choking. Let puke. me uh, before we before we start talking about Colorado, Mike. Let me revisit. You were talking now. Now that I'm going out of state, I'm you know practicing responsibility. Right. Let me get a little bit more in depth on that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the company I, I'm going out of state for uh, has a no firearms policy. So I am practicing that, but. I know folks may think it may sound a little cliche hearing me say it every day at the end of the show of keep your head on a swivel. Now my head is on a very, very well lubricated swivel. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not in my home environment, and I kind of consider the state of Florida my home environment, but I'm, I'm hyper vigilant 
of my surroundings now that I am, you know, in, in, in a sense, I'm out by myself, you know, unprotected, for lack of a better word. So there you go, folks. Uh, if folks, if you're listening, if you're with a major uh, trucking company, uh, Earl is not carrying a firearm. Wink, wink, because he doesn't want to bend the rules. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say that. I'd also say if you see Earl at the, at the truck stop or at the Seven Eleven, don't try him. Yeah, don't don't ask to find out. <laughs> don't you 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 uh, you get what you got coming to you. We just say that. We just say that. I really like that. <laughs> um, Colorado, Colorado was a uh, was it was a shooting um, at a uh, was it a King supermarket? It's not one I'm familiar with. Uh, King King Supers. Ah. Yeah. What? Uh, in, in okay. Uh, I- I never heard a heard a uh, supermarket name. I just knew it as a you know, local grocery store. Yep. So wrote up there in uh, Boulder, Colorado, uh, ten people killed, including a responding police officer, and uh, the the suspect was wounded with this exchange of fire with the police. Uh, he was wounded in the leg, I believe, and then gave up uh, to the police. Now, of course, and and Earl, I'm not sure where you want to go with the narrative, but I'll tell you what. What my picture on the narrative is, the, the last one in Atlanta was immediately declared by the media to be racist against Asian people. Um, well, yep. I, mean, I mean, there were two white people killed as well. I, I don't know if that meant he was racist against white people uh, or he was only racist against the Asians that he killed, not the white people that he killed. Uh, but the FBI uh, you know, that, that was in on the interview said, okay, the, he didn't shoot them because they were Asian. He shot them because they were sex workers, and he had a sex addiction, and he said they were part of the problem. Right, right, yeah, that's that's what I heard. And, you know, like I said, you know, for you know a week afterwards, it's it's a anti Asian aspect, and then they uh, when the shooting in Colorado happens, immediately they started saying, you know, this one's a two parter. That immediately they started saying it was a you know a, a white white heterosexual males are homegrown terrorists in America. Uh, what, wait a minute. The, the shooter is a, a Syrian refugee? All right, yeah. Uh, bury, bury this subject. Bury, bury this topic. Yep. Don't, don't talk about it anymore. Sy- and all the victims of the shooting in Colorado, uh, lo and behold, happened to be all be white. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, his, the guy's name was, uh, or is, uh, Ahmad Alawi Alisa. Yeah, but but now he's a he's he's a white he's a white guy, and then as soon as they put out his name, they say, "Well, he's a white he's a white Syrian refugee." He's a he's a what? Yeah, he's, he's a what? How, <laughs> he's, you know, before George, there was no such thing as a white Hispanic, and yep. before this guy, there was no such thing as a white white uh, you know Middle Easterner. But uh, you know, one one subject or one incident happened to be you know a racial issue. You know, where they could push that narrative, it was white against the minority, but now Colorado happens, and it's a uh, foreign foreign immigrant, Middle Easterner, against white victims. Oh, we, we've we've got to do something about gun violence. Yeah, it's the guns, right? Exactly right. They um they interviewed yeah. the, uh, the 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 family, they interviewed friends, they interviewed neighbors, they interviewed coworkers, and every one of them said. Uh, Oh, Ahmad? Oh, yeah, yeah, we knew this was coming. Or as the police walked in the door, they went, you probably want to talk about Ahmad, don't you? They, they all said this, <laughs> this guy was a whack job just waiting to happen. Um, and uh, it was just, 
you know, the, his speech. Now, I don't know if it was wacky like, uh, you know, my shoes taste good or wacky like um, I'm going to kill all the, all, all the people because I'm a terrorist, you know. Uh, I, you know, they haven't specified well, that. And then, then something I saw uh, uh, in the, you know, publicized that, you know, soon after the new administration took over, uh, we, we started uh, dropping bombs in Syria again. Oh, and yeah. Then a couple weeks later. Just a coincidence. Syrian refugee starts start shooting American citizens. Yep, just just a coincidence, bro. You know, that's, that's not talked about much either. Yep. Yeah, abs- absolutely just a coincidence. That has nothing to do with it, that we just bombed them, and now we have this going on. So that's uh, that's crap. You know, and, and, and here's the deal. And listen, looking back at the last shooting in Atlanta, looking, looking at this shooting in Colorado, what we had going on was um, the mentally deficient. Or, or the criminally insane, you know, uh, or now will be criminally insane or mentally insane. You know, you, you you have people that should not be unsupervised, okay? You know, based on uh, you know what we know about them. But what do we do? We we leave them unsupervised. We 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 leave excuses. We oh well, you know, um, with HIPAA and it's a mental health issue. It's got to be hands off, and we can't talk to anybody about it, and we wouldn't let anybody know. Guess what? Um, if you're one of them sickos and you stick your junk inside a uh, a little kid, guess what they do? They put you on the watch list and they let every one of your neighbors know who you are and you can't go out and buy a gun or anything like that. You get one of these crazies and, and you get somebody that says he's crazy, boom. You should be on the watch list and everybody should know. They should watch you go down the street and, you know, look, here goes that wacky Ahmad. You know, you keep, don't sell him guns because nobody put him on a list, Earl, because it's a mental illness, so we can't put him on the don't buy gun list because we put him on the don't, if we put him on the don't buy gun list, guess what? Maybe whack job doesn't get a gun. But right now, he passed the background check, Earl. The background checks were passed. Everything, every law right. that's in place did nothing to stop these two. These two killers, evil, mentally deranged men, went out and followed every law that gun control has put in place, and they still managed to kill. They still managed to kill. Yeah? Well, well you know what we need, Earl? We obviously need more laws. We obviously need more laws. Oh, of course. You know, the, the current, you know, few hundred laws on the books aren't, aren't getting it done, so, yeah, we need more. But then, as, as we know, with the, uh, unfortunately, the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, uh, we don't know. He may have already been on somebody's list. Because that, that shooter there, you know, all the authorities knew about him. They had been to his house, what, 20-something times? Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. But, Tw- know, 20, I think it was still- 27 times at the last count. And we know from down there that the FBI had him under surveillance but did not deem him a threat. So, you know, whether what, whatever the FBI did there, did right or did wrong, clearly there was wrongdoing. But I'm telling you, I'm still pointing that blame at former Sheriff Scott Israel because under the Obama exactly. administration... He got bonus money for less juvenile arrests. But he got grant money for less juvenile arrests. So his policy was not to arrest juveniles unless you had an absolute incredible reason for it. So the 27 times they could have arrested him, they didn't. They did the old, oh, bad boy, don't do that again. And guess what? 17 dead, 17 wounded because of that liberal piece of crap's policies because he was sucking on the Obama money fountain is what happened there right right and and marjorie stoneman douglas and several other uh of the incidents have you know once once the dust has settled and time has been given to research into the 
into the whole process, it's been found out that unfortunately, and I'm going to generalize here, our legal system has let us down. Not the current laws on the books, it's, or it's, you know, it's, it's the laws on the books that aren't being enforced and followed. Exactly right. And I'm just wondering how, how the system has failed us again in this situation once, once we've been given time to really check things out. Yeah, and, and that's what it's going to come down to. You like you're like you're right. The, the laws are in place. Let's enforce them right. Let's let's stop this coddling with the mental health system and make this happen. Um, Earl, thanks for uh, for calling in. I'm going to let you go for a break or two, or a segment or two, and we'll get you back top of next hour so you can go be safe and uh, and make that uh, that last stop. All right. You're listening Talk to you later. you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Hey, Kelly. At 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. Yes, sir. Could you All hear banging and clanging? Was, was, was that Earl, or was that there in the studio? <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. That's probably me. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, got fact, it. I got it. Okay. Every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. Yeah, we're locked down in here, baby. It was, just, what, it was just a little bit, and, and I wasn't sure if it was something you were working on or if it was Earl. And when I realized that I wasn't alone. I'm with you. Most people don't quit on their first or second attempt. I knew there was still hope. Yeah, Today, was, I'm an ex-smoker. Uh, that's My right. only advice is never, up. ever gotcha. give up trying to quit. Gotcha. If you're trying to quit um, smoking, the Kelly, American uh, Chad should be calling in. Chad should be calling in. Step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. And now talk back into your ear if we have them, okay? Okay. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. On you, and we got them. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. The magswag.com studios. Uh, it's, it's cool. I Listen, Earl got to call in. We were, were unsure. I know he was running, uh, he's running a lady at a, a, late, a late run, late mission that they put him on. So he's taking care of that. And he may even be able to walk in here before the end of the show. So uh, either way, we, you know, you, you'll hear his voice again, even if I got to imitate him. I don't know how to imitate him either. I Am I still here? Oh, you're still here. Wow, I didn't realize you were still here. Yeah. Oh, sweet, 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 yeah, sweet. I'm still here. Uh, well, I, I, I got a hands-free headset. Oh, wonderful. There we go. There we go. So we still have Earl. Earl, we have on the line with us. We have a, a, a good friend, a Lieutenant Chad from uh, from Next Level Training uh, and from North Star Tactical. Uh, Chad, welcome back to the Hi. program. Oh, oh. Is, it, is it North Star or, or Green Star? I messed it up, didn't I? Green Star. Green Star. I always want to say he North did. Star. He, he, he gets his colors and, and directions mixed up. The, it, it, yeah, I guess he's he's right. That one that one's always got me. The, the whole green star. I'm like, it's probably green star, but that doesn't sound right. It's probably north star. I'll stay north star. And uh, you know what? You know what would have taken care of that, Chad? Proper preparation. Uh, I, I would have. That wouldn't have been an issue if I had yes. properly prepared. But uh, but then there's no humor in <laughs> properly preparing. So you know it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Chad, how it's been? It's been, it's been a it's been a couple months since we talked to you, but just sitting here, just doing the math, it's hey, been uh, over a year since we've seen each other. It has, it has. Uh, we just wrapped up by Lita down in St. Louis. You should have made it out to that. Uh, that was on the calendar. I know you and I had talked about that. We had an event that I had to go to uh, with the. With a Second Amendment uh, uh, rally that took uh, went long into weekend into Monday and all that, and I know your guys' event yeah. started. It would have been one of those. Uh, I would have showed up on Tuesday smelling like a campfire, is what you would have gotten. So, uh, which is not too oh, unusual for okay. my Tuesdays, I, I, but you know, I, I like to smell campfire. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so. Um, so much like Earl, I'm cruising down the highway right now. There, there you go. There you go. Are you behind Hi. him? Can you see his lights, Earl? Can you see his lights behind you? <laughs> no, I, 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 I passed him pass a mile. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I pedal as fast as I can. I pedal as fast as I can. <laughs> um, Chad, tell us about uh, Ilita. Let everybody uh, know that's uh, that's not part of the uh, law enforcement world. What Ilita is? Ilita is the International Law Enforcement Educators and Trainers Association. So once a year, we have uh, a big conference where trainers from all over the world. Normally, this year it was more domestic than international. Right. But uh, we have trainers from all over the world come together and get about a thousand um, attendees to take classes. There's normally about 150 classes to choose from over a six-day period, and they range from classroom stuff, mental health, leadership, with then uh, there's tactics stuff, uh, hands-on learning how to fight. I took a real good class with uh, Amir Killa out of uh, Michigan. Right. So let him beat up on me for a little bit. <laughs> All our good friends are there, Don Gula, Diana, Pete, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, listen, I, I know that um, at these kind of events, you're going to have the tactics to go on because there's always new development and all, and, and you know, with tactics and new lessons learned. 
But I'm sure uh, a, a big topic this year was probably, um, you know, like how to deal with the situation in Minneapolis with the with the whether it, whether you know we don't and I know that the officer Chauvin goes on trial starts his trial tomorrow I think it is but um, um, even with how to deal with that situation the the one thing that I know and then I'm going to hand it off to you the one thing that I know from looking at that situation in Minneapolis was their their hands on policy their use of force policy because of budget restraints and budget cutbacks had not been modified in like ten or twelve years so they were using tactics that were sound 10 or 12 years ago but not you know after today's lessons learned yeah it's uh you know not to get into the political aspect of all that stuff but when you look at um policies are constantly changing and a lot of departments including ours uh, use a specific company to to help develop policies that are nationally recognized and such and um but uh, you're right Tactics are always changing. We're always learning new things, better ways to do things, and uh, to do our job to keep us safer and keep the public safer is just as important. It's kind of the nature of the beast, you know. What we see is, uh, and, and we saw this in in, in New York. Um, you know, we, it seems like the choking incidents always get the uh, get the uh, uh, you know the highlights, and, and it's not choking. It, it's it, for folks. I want you to know that. When these right. things were created, it wasn't to choke somebody. There's a there's a nerve that runs down each side uh, of of your neck when you put a little pressure on it. Uh, it's a little bit of pain compliance, but it's also a nerve stimulant that that actually makes you stop you know fighting. It makes you makes you pass out. It's a uh, and and it went from used to call remember the chokehold, then it was called the lateral vascular neck restraint, right. to finally being called the shoulder pin, to finally being called don't don't do it unless your life's uh, you know about to end. Yeah, the, the LVNR, that's pretty much still the, the common term that people use, lateral vascular neck restraint. And uh, a lot of departments are, are shying away from that, and there's a lot of research that's being done right now. And, and uh, you know, it's and it's because of the, the George Floyd thing that they started looking at that again and, and the incident in uh, New York. I can't remember the, the gentleman's name that um, saw the cigarettes and, and had an incident out there in New York, so... It's a pretty controversial topic right now. The LVNRs. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, I had seen it uh, be called the the the, the shoulder pin um, because it's uh, again the uh, um, it's the new it's the new it's the new uh, term for it. Uh, and it was um, uh, Eric Garner was 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 the was the, was the victim's name there. Um, the um, or Thank the you. gentleman that died. Yeah, um, I, I I had to look it up, Chad. I, I, my brain wasn't that sm- that quick either. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm not driving. I'm sitting behind a computer, so I was able to find it. Um, the um, and here's you know, so folks, here's what happens. Once you understand this, um, you know, the law enforcement officer goes through his 800 or 1,000 hours worth of training, and depending on where you go, pretty much universal around the country now, that's equal to a two-year degree. Um, now, the, you know, most uh, cops coming in uh, have uh, some sort of uh, you know military or college uh, background or, or something like that. That's usually what they're looking for, or they'll sm- start at a small department, get a little. Get a little, uh, uh, you know, that built up little little college, little little time in the badge, and then they then they move on to a bigger department with better benefits. That's that's just kind of the, again nature of the beast. But here's what happens: we're shorthanded. How many times you got to hear law enforcement shorthanded? So guess guess what you lose? You 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 lose your training. The first thing they do is is they is they pull you out right. of training and they say, "Well, we need you to go to this." Well, Minneapolis has been un- had been understaffed for. I'm not making any excuses. I just want you to understand and get a picture in your brain. Minneapolis has been understaffed for years and years and years. And these guys had not been to training. The training 
manual had not been updated in 10, 12 years. So something like this happens, and they're like, what? I did what you taught me to do. And they're like, no, no, we changed that five years ago. And then you say, well, you haven't sent me to training in 10 years. <laughs> that's, that's literally how it happens. I know that's a very yeah. simplistic view, but yeah. that's how these incidents happen. Am I mean, Chad, am I lying? No, and uh, in the bigger the department, the, the more disconnect you've got in the, with that communication from the top to the bottom and with the training issues. When you look at, you know, my department has less than 50 sworn officers. So it's easy for us to, to get more hands-on training, more regular training and such. When you look at a department the size of Chicago PD, if they were to mandate uh, even the same amount of training that we have, you're looking at millions of dollars in the budget for overtime for trainers to come in and to, to be able to pull that off. And uh, so it's just not possible a lot of times for those bigger departments to do that until, and especially when you've got people saying, let's uh, defund the police, let's take some money away from the police and put it elsewhere. And the first place that money comes out of is the training budget. Yeah, exactly right. And there's a number of reasons for that because we're not going to take money away from those that are, are currently working the road. Um, for the training budget, listen, whether it's, it's good planning or poor planning, the administrators will say, okay, let's take it from there now. We'll plan for more next year or we'll apply for grants to make it up. And, that, and it just never comes or it never happens uh, or you never get caught up. Uh, right. you, you have it all the time. Chad, Chad right. like you said, you're from a, a mid-sized to a small-sized department, so you guys have the ability to do that training. Well, guess what? You guys got turnover because people are wanting to go to those bigger agencies or move around, you know. So you get you you you've got an issue there where you train them and then they leave. Our department actually has a pretty good retention in, in our area. It's um, like you said, it's mid-sized, but we're not the, the tiny departments that people use as a stepping stone. So we've got we're very fortunate with the retention. We don't have people leaving us to go to other departments. And That's great. I honestly can't remember the last time we did lose somebody to another department. That's great because listen, you, that's that that's that that's that perfect size department you know where it's you got enough guys that you keep them the the salary's good and nobody's got to go elsewhere so um chad we're gonna take a break here in a moment what i want to do is when we get back now that we've uh, we've we've discussed the topics of the day i want to talk about um what you did at alita let's talk about next level training let's talk about uh uh, your your role there and everything that we did so as long as you could stick around uh we'd love to we'd love to do another one well i'm not going anywhere (laughs) Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. On the line, Lieutenant Chad from Green Star Tactical and Next Level Training. We'll be back after the break. Great stuff. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Online with us, we have a good friend of the program, Lieutenant Chad from Next Level Training and from GreenStarTactical.com. GreenStarTactical.com. Chad, before we uh, get lost at the bottom of the segment and we try and squeeze it in, tell everybody what region of the world you're in and, uh, and how to get a hold of you at Green Star Tactical there and what you offer. Well, it's, uh, I'm up in Wisconsin area. It's, like you said, GreenStarTactical.com. I do the uh, concealed carry classes to get your uh, certification, as well as any other personal protection, saber, um, pepper spray for civilians, uh, college safety programs, and other um, self-protection things, live fire shooting, all kinds of good fun stuff. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's, I'd be doing, doing some research this week when I was looking at Colorado. Um, is, is Wisconsin one of the states, do you have a wait period when you buy a firearm? Is there any waiting period? I believe it's the, the typical federal, whatever it is. It's, um, I'll be honest, a little tough for me to keep up on that. As right. a police officer, I typically go in and, and get the background check done, and, and I'm in and out of there right away. Um, it's, that's weird you say that because so that, like, that's pretty quick. Florida, up until two years ago, if you were, if you were a police officer, an active working police officer, it didn't matter. You, you had to either have a concealed weapons permit uh, or you had to wait the time period. There was there was no yeah. exemption for law enforcement. So I forget about that. Yeah. That other states uh, that had that yeah. as well. So um, let's. Yeah. Um, so as far as the waiting period, I mean, I've been there when other people bought, and, and it doesn't seem they have to wait the three days. I think it's all up to the, the gun shop how fast they get the background done. I've actually got it listed. I just hadn't pulled it up for this segment. I was just curious if you knew, and because uh, I didn't, and uh, I understand why you don't know. Because uh, if it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. Um, let's 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 do this. All Tell right. me about. Um, Tell me about Alita. Did you uh, did you get to teach, or were you just uh, showing everybody uh, the, the the newest and the best from uh, from Next Level Training? Uh, both. Uh, the conference has a day and a half expo where they've got the booth set up with all the cool toys. Uh, so I worked that for the day and a half and got to introduce the new cert stick, the STIC um, rifle integration to the law enforcement world. So that was pretty fun. A lot of people really, really like that thing. Um, and then as far as teaching, I did a 
cert instructor level one class nice. uh, for those that wanted to join in and, and learn a little bit more about the product and, and the training that goes along with the cert. Not just how to pull the trigger and make pretty lasers go, but what it's actually used for and, and uh, all the different different trainings that you can use it for. It's uh, it's been uh, over a year since uh, you know we've we've had a conference where anybody showed anything or shown any of the products. Um, there, there's been there's been one great new development, uh, uh, you know. And I, I've listened. We got one sitting here in the studio with us. Um, tell everybody about the products you had there. We had the the old classic Cert uh, One Hundred and Ten, which is modeled after the Glock, of course. And then the next one that came out after that was the one modeled after Smith & Wesson M&P and then the pocket pistol. So now they've got the uh, SIG 320 in full-size and compact versions. So that's the newest uh, pistol that's available right. for purchase. Real nice, real true to form, um, just as functional as anything else. And then the CERT stick, which uh, stands for CERT Tactical Integrated Carrier that allows you to take this rifle and you insert one of the CERT 110s into it and turn your CERT pistol into a CERT rifle. Fully adjustable stock, functioning safety selector, adjustable barrel length. Um, you know, the, the brains behind that thought of everything. Yeah, right. Uh, the brains, he means Mr. Mike Hughes, folks. You know him from... Uh from from top shot uh, uh, but it's it's absolutely amazing what he's done i've got one and if you had sit sat me down and said uh, mike figure out a way to turn this glock style pistol into a convertible uh, ar laser training platform i'll give you a billion dollars uh, I'd, I'd still be sitting there fumbling i wouldn't i would i'd have no clue how to get there but mike got right. there yeah and the the old classic cert bolt is still available if you want to convert your your uh, personal live AR into the CERT training tools, you can do that, or you can get the stick and and uh, convert your pistol into a rifle. Uh, incredible stuff, and um, and available to the public, they can uh, they can just buy these to do training at home, or is this only for instructor types? It is for anybody. Anybody can use it. Uh, I, I teach, like I said earlier, my own personal classes. I teach at the academy at the, the Police department for in service, we use it across the board. So whether you're sitting at home trying to teach your kid firearm safety, get some dry fire drills in at home, all, all the way up to SWAT level training to get some good tactics and some good movement in and some good drills that you wouldn't want to try with live fire until you really nail it down with a certain pistol. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I see so it. Anybody, uh, anybody can buy them. I, I see it down here. Uh, you, you tell me if, you, if you've seen it um, and you, with your experience that um, – you, you know, an instructor will have it or law enforcement will have it and they'll use it, like you said, for that training because you, you, a, uh, a lot of people are switching to, you know, using the, the cert laser pistols for, for a, a certain portion of the training and then when they get that competency level up, they go to the live fire. But, but they're great either with the basic class or the advanced class. And so what I've seen is instructor shows it to the basic class they go out and buy it to practice with it. The instructor shows it to the law enforcement, shows it to right. law enforcement. They go out to buy it to show their family how to, how to be safe. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, that's the best way to explain it is people see it. They see what it's good for. They, they cross-train with it or uh, across platforms like that and use it across the board. It's a, it's, it's a, you know, folks, you've heard us talk about next level training and obviously they've been with us for years and, um, listen, you don't hear products on here on this program unless, um, 
We are for them. We've done some product reviews, but you've never heard from them again on here. But once they make a sponsor level, that's because, listen, I, would, I wouldn't uh, advertise Pepsi if I only drank Coke. That's, that's basically what you're getting out of us, you know. Uh, or at least nobody's offered me enough money to advertise Pepsi yet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, um, so that's, uh, that's good stuff. Um, now, Chad, did you drive down to uh, Ilita or was that, uh, was it, was that, a, was that a, a flight? I drove down. It's just always so much easier when I can throw everything I need to throw on the truck and, and bring the box and search down and um, and back it back up when I'm done. It took me five trips from my room back down to the truck, but, <laughs> but I drove. Right. What's um down down there in St. Louis? What's their level of uh, of, of COVID uh, restriction uh, percentages and mass stuff? What's going on there right now? It was pretty similar to what we've got in Wisconsin you know they've got the mask mandates nobody's tackling you in the streets or in the, the lobby of the hotel whatever if you don't have it on but it's it's seems pretty relaxed I know they, they've got their mandates but it, it felt pretty relaxed able to go out to restaurants and eat there or in uh and say because I know the city of St. I know the city of St. Louis is uh is kind of liberal but the state of Missouri is not yeah we uh the only restaurant we went out last night, uh, we had to eat outside. Otherwise, everything else was was open and, um, you know, limited seating, of course, with uh, the 50% capacity. But we were, we were able to go out and eat without an issue. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Down here in Florida, we've, we've been at um, 100%, and, uh, and our governor has said, uh, uh, yeah. hey, he, he, masks, are, masks are up to you, and he's actually... Uh, Told the cities and the counties they can't uh, they can't find people they can't uh, they can't cite them they can't detain them they can't do any of that so it's it's gone pretty pretty interesting so um, I was curious what it is around the country in different places um, in Wisconsin you say you're about the same at fifty percent yeah. still yeah Wisconsin still got uh, about fifty percent deal there and um, oh man sorry I almost lost my exit. Um, <laughs> We're about fifty percent. We saw the the mask mandate in place. I thought it was supposed to expire this week, but our last I looked, our government was talking about possibly extending that. Um, yeah, she, but, ne- uh, she never learns, you know, does with she? The vaccinations on the rise. Yeah. Always yeah. trying to maintain her power base. Um, Chad, uh, we'll, we'll let you go. Uh, tell everybody where they can uh, they can follow you and get in touch with you. Greenstartactical.com, just like it sounds, and uh, nextlevelentraining.com for the surf pistols and, and all the training needs that you got there. Do you remember your discount code? I do. I do. It's, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it uh, in, out loud, but yeah. we'll just pretend I did. GS, uh, it's GS, George Sam, dash, TAC, T-A-C. <laughs> yeah, Chad, <absolutely>. <laughs> Chad, thanks for joining us. We'll have you back on soon, brother. It won't be as long next time. Thanks for having me back. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not if ready, you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel.
Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because... It- we have anyone else calling in? Yeah, Kevin's calling in. Uh, Kevin Sona, not Kevin Maxwell, at about uh, uh, two or three after for the first segment. Curiosity. Copy that. Adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. On you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. That's themagswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be guiding us through the remainder of the program here. Just, uh, just about an hour left, maybe maybe, maybe a couple minutes left, depending on uh, depending on which station you're listening to us on. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Let me go around the room real quick. Introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. My bad, Earl. You were in the mobile studios, and uh, I, I, last yeah. segment, uh, I, I thought you were busy, and you had gone, and you uh, were doing your thing, and uh, otherwise, I would have, of course, let you jump in and say to, say hello to Chad and ask him questions, so all apologies, sir, uh, to, to you and to the fans for not hearing you talk to Chad. No, that's no problem. It actually gave me some time to, to wrap things up, and, and just, you, you had mentioned earlier, talking offline to our our producer, if the if the uh, listeners heard any noises in the background, that was me trying to quietly set a, separate a set of uh, pup trailers. Oh, nice, very nice. So, so pups, that's the what's that? The thirties or the forties? 28. 28s. There you go. See, I'm trying to sound smart, and I'm like eh, two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's uh let's let's jump right in we got a we got a caller on the line i want to bring him in because uh evidently he just said the police called on him so i want to hear that um please 
Please welcome back to the program, Mr. Kevin Sona. Mr. Kevin Sona from the Board of Directors of the uh, Florida Carry. Kevin, welcome to the program, sir. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Glad to be here, Mike. Hey, listen, it's great to have you here. If the police do show up before, I just want to say this, and you can tell us why they've been called, but if the police do show up, the way to get out of it is to say, tasers don't hurt me, bro. Tase, don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. No, it's great. I'm actually sitting, I'm, you know where I live. I have horrible cell service, so I am parked at a Baptist church down the road from my house, and I got a crazy lady that lives next door accusing me of sniffing coke off my dashboard. And uh, selling drugs in my car. I listen. I've seen your dashboard. There's no way you're sniffing coke off all the cracks in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, you, you need to hear. She's over here screaming at me right now. So, hey, if she comes back over again, uh, put her on the phone. Yeah, if she comes back over, put her on the phone. I've got uh, I've got great advice for her. She'll love it. She'll love it. Um, she won't. Um, she, she, she won't. Uh, Kevin, this past weekend we had uh, a, a madly successful uh, event, the speaker event uh, about Second Amendment rights uh, by by Florida, uh, Florida Carry in name. But this was a, 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 di- a director Kevin Sona, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, organized event. Um, uh, tell us, this was the fourth annual one. Tell us how you came up with this idea, and then some of the challenges to putting this together. Well, actually, it came. It came together just as a fellowship to get together with some like-minded uh, friends and and their families and just going camping and it turned into a a, a speaker event that keeps growing and it's, it's kind of like I, I give a lot of credit to the second Amendment foundation and the gun rights policy conference it's kind of like that but in the woods <laughs> so as laid back as grpc is this is even more laid back now at grpc you can't really gather around a you know, a campfire in the hotel, so um, they frown upon that. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> um, this, um, the event, uh, you know, explain to explain to people in Florida uh, what, uh, why we have to, if you want to open carry, why it's camping. Yes, in Florida, under the under the uh, statute seven ninety two five three subsection H, you can only open carry if you are engaged in hunting, fishing, camping. Or target shooting going to and from those those exempted activities. So um, this is the only way we kind of can open carry while doing this. And I don't even care if people open carry going to the event. It doesn't bother me. It's just about going there and uh, learning more and uh, leaving leaving the event with a lot more knowledge than when you uh, showed up. So it's all about the education. I'll, I'll tell you when we when we when we get there and we go to this event and we do the open carry. Um, uh, and, and now again, we have people from, you know, coming from all over the country to to speak, as well as all over the country, just to show up. We had, it was Vermont, New Hampshire. We had people showing up from uh, this this past weekend that were just there to attend, you know, let alone uh, you know to to be to, to speak. But um, listen, I, I've said it before. You know, the first time I had to open carry as a civilian, uh, out in uh, it was in Georgia at their event, and um, it was like trying to walk onto a nude beach the first time. It was like uh, I just didn't feel right. And, and when we go to this event, the, the, you can look around and see the people that are from open carry states and they're open carrying comfortably. And those of us from Florida are still concealed carrying or if we are open carrying, we're, we're doing it under, you know, a, a scope of paranoia. It's, it's, it's crazy. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, it's something I'm getting more and more used to 
as I uh, either organize events or attend other events. Um, I, I've never I've never carried a long gun at any of our events. One is not comfortable. Right. Um, two is if I'm going to carry a long gun, I'm, I'm going hunting. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I always carry a pistol. I always carry outside the waistband, no matter if my shirt's covering it or I'm wearing a silent protest cover, you know, concealing my firearm. So I'm I'm pretty used to doing it that way. Um, you know what? But it, again, it's not it's not it's, ex- ex- it's explain not for the explain. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 exactly, exactly. Explain. We only got about a minute left. Uh, explain for uh, uh, the, the listener the, the the Glock sock. You tell everybody what that is. It's just it's just a cover either with with a Florida Carry logo on it or a firearm logo on it. Um, it's concealed. It's it's uh, by statute you cannot see the firearm, so it's legally concealed. And we use it as a silent protest, as my buddy Steve Jenkins kind of coined the phrase "silent protest." It opens up conversations on the fact that people are like, is that a gun? That's not concealed. And you kind of go explain to them, go, can you see the firearm? No. Then it's concealed. So it definitely goes to people understand now and they get an idea of how dumb some of our laws are that we have to follow here in the state of Florida. Yeah, Florida did uh, did some uh, some uh, some case law, some reinterpretation of law. Used to have this whole printing nonsense, but now you could wear that gun in the holster outside, and it's basically putting a putting a sock over it. You know, a, a, a tight fitting sock, so you could see the outline of the firearm, but not the firearm itself. That makes it still concealed. Listen, it might be a water pistol in there. You have no idea, but you know what? It is concealed. You can guess what it is, but you don't know what it is. Therefore, it's still concealed. Exactly. And like you said, exactly. what that does is open up the conversation. You may not be able to get to it very quickly, but you know what? I know you carry a second gun, and that one's just for conversation sakes. So I, I, I know I know yeah. how the game's played. Um, uh, Kevin, we're blowing run. out his routine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin, how do people uh, join Florida Carry? Uh, FloridaCarry.org. It's, pr- it's pretty easy. Just www.floridacarry.org is the way to join. There's different levels of our membership to uh, join Florida Carry. And technically, you know, if you're not in the fight, you're, you're not helping. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care if it's Second Amendment Foundation, Gun Owners of America, or Florida Carry. We're nothing without our members. Exactly uh, if right. you want your voice heard, you need to join these organizations. Thank you. It's uh, Kevin Sona, director from the board, uh, excuse me, sorry, one of the board of directors from uh, Florida Carry. Uh, please check them out, floridacarry.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live, the magswag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. The MR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 mag not with its unique hybrid bloke. Was Kevin saying, uh, with us for the next segment? Kevin, when you still there? Rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance. I think he is. I think he's still with us. I don't know if the police got him down yet. You still There's there? Twenty-nine more. Innovation, performance, Keltec. Yeah, I'm getting ready to get more Keltec weapons. Okay, go, go, go. I'm reading your text right now. I'll bring it up. If you could stay, stay. If not, I'll do it. The tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated. Perfect, guys. Did he say he was staying, Kelly? For AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Like Kevin dropped off. We're listening yeah. to Arms He's Room gone. Radio live. I got you. Wag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. On you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Earl, we still got you here? We got you with us? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. We got Earl. We got Earl. Um, uh, Earl, was, uh, it was, it was in a, I know you had to drive last weekend and you couldn't come. I know you'd, be, you'd been to the previous ones with us. Um, it, was, uh, it was the same kind of classic, uh, you know, uh, um, event where, you know, great information put out, great camaraderie, and we've heard that from a couple of people so far. Now... Kevin was just texting me after. Uh, I, I guess he's trying to, he's trying to calm this woman down. He's literally in the parking lot of a church, and there's a there's a crazy woman out there screaming and yelling at him, um, and he had to <laughs> he, he had to deal with her, and he had to he had to cut it short. Um, yeah, he he lives in the he lives in a, a neighborhood where there's more uh, there's more trees and 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 farm animals than there are people, so. He's a, he had to go outside. That sounds like my kind of neighborhood. Yeah, it's a great neighborhood. Yeah, peaceful. You know, except for the crazy lady who accuses you of doing 
coke off your dash in the church parking lot. You know, that's uh, dealing with them, <laughs> dealing with them right now. But um, um, but he can take care of that. Just Kevin, just remember, backhoe deep, backhoe deep is what you want. Is what is your goal? Um, the uh, the next year's event. This Kevin wanted me to make sure everybody knew this. He said next year's event. Earl, instead of being up in uh, you know the, the the smaller towns of Florida that might be more receptive to uh, the open carry, looking at doing it uh, in the Orlando area. Nice. Looking at nice. doing a big event, so you know, take this event from the couple hundred that it's been to the couple thousand that it can be. Uh, you know, br- bring out the nice. uh, bring out the Second Amendment lovers. Uh, all around us rather than have to worry about it. now again we're pulling people from all over the country for this or they are pulling people all over the country for this i've just been i had the opportunity to you know to to speak this year earl and kevin did uh, they were when they were there last year um it's just um it's yeah it's, they're they're scraping the bottom of the barrel again they sure did they sure did we were up there doing uh, uh biscuits and gravy recipes last year that's that's i'd, I'd run out of material Ooh. so Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were good. Oh, Those yeah, are yeah. good. Well, you had the whole with sausage or without sausage, with or without, with or without. You know, that's that was the big that was the big with. controversy. Yeah. Oh, you got to go with. You got to go with. It's like the whole, uh, you know, the cheese whiz or without cheese whiz up in uh, Philly. You know, it's uh, this th- this was our conversation here. So, um, but yeah, yeah. look 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 at do it without cheese whiz. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, I'm a, I'm a wit 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 whiz whiz wit whiz wit whiz wit. That's who I am. Nope. Um, nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Or, or we we alluded to in the first hour about the uh, the bump stocks and the bump stock ban. Um, here's yes. what, here's what I wanted to give people uh, about uh, about the about the bump stock. As far as the ATF had been concerned, and this is my belief that President Trump, uh, because legislation was pending at the time, um, you know, to to rule on uh, triggers, you know, uh, uh, um, bump stocks, uh, different accessories, and it looked like it may have passed when when President Trump first took office. That he went inside, and remember, all about the art of the deal. It's about the art of the deal. He gave uh, to uh, the Dems uh, and gave talk cover to the NRA, who was uh, was under fire at the time, and said, "We're going to outlaw." Bump fire stocks or slide fires, whatever you call them, uh, through uh, you know administrative ruling of the ATF. Earl, you and I bitch all the time about um, how the ATF comes up with their decisions and changes them at will. Um, but but that's what the president agreed to. Now, my contention then is 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 now uh, you know fruition now that the president did that at the time knowing that the political appointees he was making to the federal judiciary, that the bump stock ban would not stand up to, you know, constitutional muster. Well, guess what? Yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't survive legal scrutiny. Exactly right. He, well, he, gave them, he gave them what they wanted. They shut up and went away for a little while, knowing it could come back after, you know, the, the, the effort has been put forth and it was brought up in court under legal scrutiny. And now it's going away. The um, it's this this is this in the Ninth Circuit, uh, but but this was the ATF's rule back in 2019 when it finally went into effect in March of 2019. Final rule clarifies that the definition of machine gun in the Gun Control Act and the National Firearm Act includes bump stock type devices. Now let's let's look at that for just a second. The Gun Control Act, which was law passed by Congress, the National Firearms Act, which was law passed by Congress. Includes bump stock bans. These laws were passed in 1932 and 1968 and 1986. Yet the Congress, uh, 
uh, of, 19, of 2019 had nothing to do with it, and it went by an executive order to redefine laws that had been passed 80, 60, and 50 years before. Well, guess what? The president knew that wasn't going to last, and it did not last because here's the ruling out of the Ninth Circuit. Now, if you're sitting outside of the Ninth Circuit, don't go grab your bump stock yet. Don't go do it yet because right now the ruling only applies to in the Ninth Circuit, uh, which is, um, 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 what is it, Michigan, uh, um, Tennessee, Ohio. I gotta, let me pull up the Ninth Circuit. It's the four states there. I forget which the Ninth Circuit states are. Um, federal ban on bump stocks, devices. The Ninth Circuit. It, it... No, this is the Ninth Federal Circuit. The Ninth, excuse me, this, I'm sorry. I, I keep saying oh. the Ninth. It's the Sixth Circuit. The Sixth Circuit. Okay. I'll My apologies, say, Wasn't the Ninth Circuit the, yeah. the, 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 the Looney yeah. Circuit where all the, all the stupid laws come out of? You are correct, and I had that one on the brain. It's the, uh, it's the Sixth Circuit where this, where this happened. So the, uh, the federal okay. ban on bump stocks, devices that increase the rate of fire for semi-auto weapons, is likely and, most, uh, and must be put on hold, a divided Sixth Circuit court said Thursday. Bump stocks harness a gun's recoil energy to make it uh, shoot more. Um, President Trump, again, uh, banned all those devices and turned them into, well, under definition, the ATF turned them into machine guns. Uh, well, th- it's, it's, it's done. It's, it's done now. The, the, the gun owners of America, uh, our friend Eric Pratt there, uh, they sued and others sued, uh, claiming that the rule violated an Administrative Procedure Act, the Fifth Amendment's taking clause you know, of your property. You, don't know, you, have, the, you have the right to... Uh, uh, be secure in your own belongings, and the 14th Amendment's right to due process. The lower court should have granted the plaintiff's request for a preliminary injunction against the rule because they'll likely be able to prove that the bump stock ban is unlawful, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit said. Uh, and, and it went into Earl, it went into very specifics where it said um, there's a definition of a machine gun and what a machine gun is. And a piece of plastic attached to the, your firearm does not turn the firearm into a machine gun. A bump stock cannot be classified as a machine gun because it doesn't enable a semi-automatic firearm to fire more than one shot each time the trigger goes through this cycle. It just makes you cycle through it quicker. That's all. It, it, it uses its own recoil with your finger to make it fire quicker. Uh, does that make sense to you, Earl? Or could you could you explain it a little bit easier than I can yeah. for people? No, that, that's pretty much the same thing. It, it, it you're you're using it, the the bump stock allows you to harness energy that is created in recoil in aiding you to be a faster shooter. It's you know the gun is not full auto. It just uh, you know the, the the bump stock actually helps you. It the you know, the bump stock doesn't turn me into Jerry Micklick, right, right. but it puts me on on level with it. Yeah, you know, I, I can I can you know make make him work for that 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 you know championship. Very true, very true. Um, the Sixth Circuit is uh, Michigan, our good friends of Michigan, uh, Ohio, the Buckeye State, Kentucky, uh, and Tennessee. Those are those. That's the Sixth Circuit there. Now, if you're in the Sixth Circuit, um, this means you can have a bump stock. If hold on, folks, if your state doesn't have a law out, uh, uh, you know, or making them illegal a- as well. So you don't just, just go, don't just go strapping them on, go to the range and having a good time. If your state says you cannot have them, now you need to go fight that on the state level as well. Because, and the reason you have to fight it on the state level is because 
uh, the statutes are not identical. Uh, you know, your state may have written it a little bit different. In Florida, we have it written, but it's nowhere. It's not written the same way the ATF's ruling is. So now that you've determined that the ATF's ruling was wrong, you may have to go overturn your state law. So Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, legal federally, but but check with your state. Make sure your state doesn't have a ban as well. Um, Earl, that's good news though, because okay. you know what you know what this means now. What this this means that. Um, all of the other lawsuits that are pending in the other federal circuits, when it goes to court, that court gets to say, it's already been ruled on in another circuit, I'm not going to rule on it, and they're going to push it to the Supreme Court. That means this issue is headed for the Supreme Court. Nice. And, and, and I may be getting ahead of us, and I'll get back to that next segment. Or, wondering folks, how this is going to affect a possible future case. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. When we come back, Earl will fill you in on how it affects future cases. Stick around. We'll be back. combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely... Do we have Major Builder there? The explosion. And we should. We'll see in a moment or two. my eyes, and it got... Gotcha. I had surgery after surgery, and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next, and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say, say something, something suspicious. to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too. If you see something, 
say something. <laughs> it's iPods and video games. Whatever. Point is, young men are probably. I like that better. Right now. That's but my they favorite. They will listen to you. Sixty so percent of the time, it works every time. With selective service when they turn eighteen, that's an easy way to keep his sex pimp. <laughs> <laughs> like college loans and government jobs, and it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to heal with the cases like wow. Officer Red. Cow. One minute. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, we got Major Bill. Mag.com Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawArl.com. Army Corporal Justin D. Ross died March 26, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Ross, 22, of Green Bay, Wisconsin, was assigned to the 863rd Engineer Battalion, Army Reserve, Wausau, Wisconsin. He was killed in action in the Sabogay District, Helmand Province, Afghanistan, of wounds suffered when his unit was attacked by small arms fire. His unit specialized in route clearance. Those are the first soldiers to enter an area before more units move in. Route clearance is a dangerous job soldiers do day in, day out. They clear obstacles for soldiers to get past and carry on their missions. These guys encounter fire every day. Ross was promoted posthumously to corporal. He was a 2007 graduate of Bayport High School and joined the military in October of 2007. Ross was deployed in August of 2010 and had been in Afghanistan since October. His unit was scheduled for a one-year rotation. Army Corporal Justin D. Ross, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Kevin, thank you for uh, for sponsoring the Fallen Heroes segment of the program, folks. It's uh, MaxLawOrlando.com, MaxLawOrlando.com. Kevin was actually supposed to be here with us today, uh, but uh, on Monday he's got he's got a huge stand your ground case in Florida. It'll probably make news. It may not. It may even make national news. Um, so so uh, he's he is at home. Uh, Cracking the old books open, uh, going through the case laws, and uh, and trying to be, uh, you know make the best representation that he can. So, uh, so all, all the best to Kevin and to and to his client. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, Mike, how you doing today? We're doing pretty good, sir. Doing pretty good. Um, uh, how are you doing today? Oh, well, you know, it's it's been a great week. Been uh, out at uh, our couple of our local police academies. Uh, 
uh, teaching the next generation of law enforcement the uh, proper way to do things. Uh, we were out doing some uh, some driving today, how to uh, operate that uh, that Mark One Mod Zero lead sled nice. uh, that you and I know so well. Nice, uh, yeah. So we're out there turning, turning, and burning today. It was it was a fun day. Is today fire truck day? Do you have the fire trucks out there? <laughs> no. No, we didn't have the fire trucks out oh. there. Uh, uh, you know, having a, having, a, having a bus, we don't, you know, really don't want to see the bus come out. Gotcha, gotcha, folks. For the for those that don't know, fire truck day was when the fire trucks come out and they they hose down the uh, the, the driving course, and you get to do it uh, while it, it's the skid pad. You get to you get to do it like uh, with bad conditions, so the fire trucks get to spray you with hoses. Is kind of what that is. So, um, yeah, yeah, they, uh, we we did that last week. Uh, and, you know, well, the, let's just say that there may be a few wet bushes <laughs> off the side of the road that maybe there was, uh, when, uh, when we started. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Um, Major, I have to let you know last week, um, you know, you weren't, uh, uh, available for your segment. I actually asked you because I was going to be with Dr. John Adine if Dr. John Adine might be able to, to, to sit in and do your segment for you. And Dr. John, or you told me enthusiastically, you started off like, uh, and, I, and I said, Dr. John, and, and, and Major Bill said, um, oh, yeah, Dr. John? Okay, no problem. He's the only one I'll let do it. And, and, I, and I relayed that message. <laughs> I relayed that message to Dr. John, and, 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 and I have to tell you, when I told him that story, he got a, he got a tear in his eye. He was like, did he really say that? And I'm like, yeah, he did. He's like, well, you, well, you give Major, you give Major Bill a hug for me when you see him. I was like, I'm, I'm probably not going to do that, Doc, but I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I will tell him. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll fist bump or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you know, exactly. But, but the sentiments there, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you know, I get, I get kind of lost if I don't get his daily uh, bike ride update. Yeah, I know. Yeah, same, same here. Same here. I'm kind of glad when I don't. That way, I don't feel as bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you should post your routes, Earl, when you're when you're, you know when you're in the in the big truck there. Yeah, yeah, he he's bragging about you know biking five miles. I I, I drove for nearly five hundred. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, five five miles in the wind. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but it's a truckload <laughs> of Coors Light and clam chowder. So you know. Oh well, you know. Can you make it up and back in uh, 16 hours? <laughs> You're on. <laughs> uh, so, Major, what uh, what might you have for us this week? <laughs> well, you know, as much as I try to find other things, <laughs> the Florida family jumps to the forefront. They never disappoint. And this one never I have, and this isn't not just this isn't a Florida man. It's but it's not just a Florida woman. We have a new subcategory. Oh, my God. All right. It's Florida Mom. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Florida Mom. All right. So let's uh, get on the old Google Earth there, and let's head up towards Jacksonville uh, over there to the uh, to DuPont Middle School uh, up there that says that uh, a Florida mom showed up at her daughter's middle school with a boxing glove <laughs> and allegedly attacked another student. Uh, you have my attention. <laughs> she shows up to a middle school wearing a boxing glove and attacks 
another student. Well, Edith Riddle of Jacksonville was arrested on child abuse charges stemming from this alleged beatdown that occurred at the middle school. Uh, Police said that Riddle was called there for a meeting with uh, school administration with her daughter in reference to some problems that, that her daughter was having with somebody else. Well, she showed up at the school wearing this boxing glove on her left hand. And when she was asked about it and asked to remove it, she said, I can't remove it. It's super glued on. <laughs> so what did the school staff do? <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> so she goes to this meeting wearing this boxing glove. Um, and then the meeting's over. And instead of, you know, where you, your security and children are supposed to be our greatest resource, <laughs> have her escorted off the property like we do in schools yeah, down yeah, here, right. you know, parents can't just move freely within and out of the school. Right, right. Um, she then goes with her daughter to the school cafeteria where they find this girl that her daughter was having a problem with. And Riddle's daughter shoves the girl to the ground, starts throwing some punches. And then mom jumps in, and I quote, began walloping the victim. <laughs> What in the world? And they, she was, I, I again, sub, you know, category Florida, yeah. you know, subcategory Florida woman, right. sub, subcategory Florida mom with a boxing glove. Just, uh, just wow. So she was, you know, the school safety officer, which that's a whole other subject about us not having school resource officers. Yeah, well, that's there, JSO for you. School yeah. safety officer, who's not a law enforcement officer, yep. responds uh, to the frantic calls uh, that came out over the PA system and was able to uh, intervene until uh, the police got there and, and arrested uh, her. Now, my question is, Mike, did they have to use a combination of handcuffs and shackles because <laughs> you know a regular handcuffs not going to go around a, a boxing glove well no so, not if it's super glued yeah, to her hand shack. yeah <laughs> it's just right right so wow. but you know the the parents of the the other daughter said that uh um uh, that she uh she it received injuries to her uh forearms and knees and suffered bruises she was taken to the hospital for treatment and that they definitely wanted to file criminal charges against uh, Ms. Riddle. All I can hope is that the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the I'm sure the forthcoming uh, cell phone videos has the theme to Rocky in it as it plays. Um, Major, thank you for joining us again <laughs> this week, and please, please be safe. Absolutely. I'm going to put this in blue. Remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, and watch your stick. So listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Caltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum light. Home stretch. Not with Almost its there. hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase blah, one? Blah, you can purchase blah, one Jen, online blah, anytime blah, blah. at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Right, so are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Last segment, Earl, can you believe it? It just comes around every time. Yeah, already. Time flies. It's just, it just you know, absolutely, absolutely crazy, absolutely ridiculous. Um, um, Earl, I'm going to hit a couple of stats real quick. Uh, we, you know, I'm trying to get back into doing stats. I'd forgotten to do that. And listening to the caller, listening to the listeners, they want to hear our stats. Earl, do you know the number one country that armsroom.radio is downloaded in? I think I have a pretty good guess. I'm going to let you guess. I'm going to go ahead. Go ahead and let you guess. Uh, USA. 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 Exactly right. USA. Exactly right. USA. <laughs> exactly right. Going down the list, the top ten, folks, um, this is in order of, uh, of the amount listened. Um, please remember this is an exhibition only. Please no wagering. Um, number two is United Kingdom. Number three is the Netherlands which, if you've heard Earl and I talk before, is different than the nether regions. That's someplace completely different. Number four. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> number four is Germany. Number number five is is ah. is France. France. We are from hmm. France. Number France. S- number six is our good friends to the north, uh, Canada. Number seven is hey. is the is the Belgium. Number eight, Spain. Yeah. Number nine is Denmark. That's, we are from Denmark. And number ten, rounding it out, the top ten is Cambodia. Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea why Cambodia is on there. Listen, uh, I, I, Earl. I think I, you and I were having a conversation the other day. I was talking to um, uh, Mark Walters, the host of Armed American Radio. He's on on uh, 
what like a like a billion stations now or something like that. These are like three, four hundred stations. We're on uh, 40, 50 stations. He's on three hundred. And I said, um, I said, hey, I tell you what, I bet you I got more listeners in Cambodia than you do. And he looked at me and he went, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to argue with that. I don't know how to argue with that. I don't know. I don't know what. To, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You got me beat. You know. <laughs> so it was uh, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Uh, so, so there's your stats for the week. There's your stats for the week. Um, you know, so we got a bunch of policy stuff. We got a bunch of court stuff. We got a bunch of, you know, administrative stuff, but, uh, you know what? We're going to end solid. We're going to end strong. We're going to talk about gun stuff. This is, this is, I love these stories. I love these stories. Earl, I don't know if you saw this one, but Colt, now Colt's introducing, reintroducing an old gun. If you could go in back in your mind and in the history of Colt, for all the stuff they don't make anymore, which gun would you like to see again? Peacemaker. Oh, that's a good one. Damn it, that's better than what I got. Uh, that's that's. I'd love to. Have the, I'd love to have the Peacemaker. Never forgot all about. I forgot all about single action stuff. Um, Colt is reintroducing the forty-four Magnum Anaconda. Nice. Listen, nice. you know what they say. Anaconda don't want none unless you got big guns. That's, that's, uh, or I, I might be paraphrasing. I might be paraphrasing. That's it. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> uh, Coates' popular snake gun revolver series gains a new addition with the updated Anaconda. Anaconda is a six-round, large-frame, U.S.-forged stainless steel double-action revolver chambered in forty-four Magnum. It is available nationwide at the Colt stocking dealers. To Colt stocking dealers, for the MSRP of fourteen ninety nine. It's the Anaconda, Earl. You, you know yeah. what? First, first off, I have to say that just saying Anaconda feels like I'm going to get fined by the FCC. I'm just just because it's taken on <laughs> it's taken on a whole new word, whole new meaning over the past ten or twenty years. Uh huh. Um, the 2021 Anaconda has been fully redesigned to utilize an oversized Python action with a bulked-up frame for added strength. Leaf spring action provides a non-stacking, smooth-as-glass trigger pull. Recoil-absorbing Hogue over-molded grips, interchangeable with all Colt Python grips. The sights are elevation and windage adjustable and interchangeable with a simple Allen key. Oh, oh, by the way, available with full lug, ventilated rib barrel in 6- or 8-inch lengths. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I think I got to go with the eight, right? I mean, that way when you pull it out of the shoulder holster, you do that big, long draw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the six inches for concealed carry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the frame is also drilled and tapped for optic mounts. So if you, are, uh, if you enjoyed these in your 20s and 30s when they were first out, and now you're in uh, a little bit later, and you need to enjoy it with a with a... Perhaps a red dot optic. It's it's there for you, babe. It's there for you. Very nice. First manufactured in the nineties. It's now, it is now the fourth snake gun re-released by Colt. The Cobra, the King Cobra, and the Python have all seen a successful reintroduction to the market. The Anaconda is manufactured at Colt headquarters in West Hartford, Connecticut. Earl, I was talking to. Uh, as, as I alluded to earlier, talking about stats with um, with Mark Walters, he was on the hunt for uh, a python. He's been trying to find a python, been looking for a python. He, you know, and, and their MSRP I think is twelve ninety nine. Um, 
And he okay. said he said he told me he saw one at his local gun store um, for for I think it was it was about twelve ninety nine twelve twelve ninety nine maybe thirteen fifty. And I said, "Did you buy it?" And he goes, "No, I, I I looked up the MSRP and I thought I might be able to get it quicker somewhere else, cheaper somewhere else." I was like, "You're a, you're an idiot. You're you're an idiot." Um, I'm looking uh, for it. I'm looking for. Oh, I found one. Yeah, I passed on it. Yeah, he's looking for it, at, and he found it at the MSRP. Now I get, I get with most things, MSRP. Yeah, I'll wait till tomorrow and I can get it for a buck cheaper. Um, these guns are selling. The brand new versions of these guns are selling for double the MSRP right now. They're selling for you know this gun. Yep. The 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 Anaconda is probably selling for close to three grand. Um, I was looking up a, on, on GunBroker the original models. From the, that stopped like production in the late '80s, early '90s, are now in the uh, in the, in the, the high twos, uh, up to three thousand um, dollars, and and he wanted one of these, and they're going for double. And I said, "You found it for MSRP, and you didn't buy it." I told him, "I said, you know what? I'm going to hang up on you. You're not allowed to talk to me for three days. It's it's just your what your, a maroon. It's your punishment for being dumb. <laughs> it's punishment for being dumb. But this this gun is a beaut." She's uh, she's a classic recreation with all the new modern features like the cuts to put in, uh, you know, your optics. And, and it's got all the safety features and um, just unbelievable. I, I Earl, you know, I know you and I have been talking about a lot about guns recently with the Smith 460, you know, with uh, with with a lot of the new big calibers that are coming out. I don't know. This is classic mm-hmm. 44 Magnum. This this might have me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I I look at it as as not an either or. I look at it as an addition to. Well, you got that big trucker money, sure. You know that's fine. But those of us that can only afford <laughs> one, you know, one big snake gun or one big revolver. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Oh man, this uh this is good. This is a good looking yeah. gun, folks. And I think uh, Earl, listen, if you had to if you had to pick Earl six or eight inch, which one would you go with? That's a tough decision. I know, right? Uh, I, know. I probably, I probably would end up going with the eight inch. I know I made the joke about the six inch being concealed carry, and, and I, I still agree with that. But I also look at it, forty four magnum. That, that, that's still potent. So me personally, I don't mind a little bit of extra weight. For I, I don't consider, you know, in my opinion, within reason, there's no such thing as a, as a heavy gun. It's just a more stable shooting platform. Yeah, there you go. So I figure that. Two extra inches of, of barrel might help tame tame a little bit of a muzzle flip. Yeah, yeah. This thing comes with everything but the tripod. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. But but I think you're right. I think eight inches. I'd love to have the six inch because it might be a little bit easier to conceal. But you know what? Screw it. I'll take the eight inch. I'll drive to Georgia if I want to open carry. I just I this gun deserves the eight inch barrel. It deserves you know to be seen as the artillery tube that it is. Yeah, these oh, are, yeah, you can do some do some major handgun hunting with that. Oh boy, yeah, 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 yeah. That you're exactly right. You're exactly right. This one's oh I man, I'm a, I'm I'm already on a waiting list. I, I called I called the distributor. Put me on a waiting list. I don't care when it comes. Uh, I'll buy I'll buy you one too. I mean, they're going for double the price. I'll tell you what. I I told our salesperson I'll buy you one. Yeah, so we'll, we'll take care of it. Uh, craziness. Nice. Uh, Earl, I, I, listen, uh, uh, love you to death, brother. Thank you for joining us uh, while you're on your trip today. Um, it, it just it makes the show what it is when we're together. So uh, having you on the phone is everything. So, um, folks, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly.
If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, as always, keep your head on a swivel. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Great stuff as always, guys. Hey, was that a good show today or what? That was a good show, right? Proud of everybody. That one, that one felt good. That one felt good. Uh, not that they don't feel good, but that one just felt uh, felt very really, felt, uh, felt felt good. Felt good. So, I'm with you. <sighs> um, all right. Well, I appreciate it, man. Awesome work as usual, uh, Earl. I will see you. Uh, I will see you soon. I'll see you over the weekend. All right. Be safe, guys. All right, man. Thanks, Kelly. All right. Bye. Bye.